Okay, so, first question, yep. why do you want to do this interview? Uh, because you asked me. Okay. How would you define a maverick? Remember, this is all about business mavericks, people who think differently in business, whatever their business may be. Um, somebody has an idea uh, or a vision and the determination to see it through. Okay. <clears throat> Why do you think you're a maverick? Uh, because I've done it several times. Okay. Would you like to know why I asked you? No. Yes, I would. Yeah, okay. go on, ask me. I asked you because a lot of people have people come into their companies to help them make money. You're the only human being I know who goes into companies and tells them to give away money. And also with people as well. Yes. So and we've, give, we've given away a lot of money in the last three yes. years. Yes. And that's why you, I thought, well, he thinks different. Let's ask him. The London School of Economics developed a maverickism scale. I'm going to give you seven statements and you just need to say true, false, can't decide. Okay. People tell me that I'm a maverick or words to that effect. True. I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. Um... True. I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people. True. I am much more productive than other people. Not true. I have very unusual talents. Uh, I have a very high IQ. Okay. EQ, sorry, EQ. Uh, EQ. EQ. Yes. Um, I am generally underestimated by people. Almost always. I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Not true. If the question was, I do things differently, what would the response be then? Definitely. Okay. It's, some, it's a flaw, I think, with this scale that's come up with every interview. <laughs> Why do you do things differently, Mike? Um, because... I'm very creative, mm -hmm. very imaginative. I've got a very, very, very exceptionally high emotional intelligence, EQ. Mm -hmm. And whenever I decide to do something as a result of creativity, yeah. I always underestimate the problems of achieving it. Okay. So uh, there's a huge naivety that comes with the ability to uh, think of an idea and you know, right. never, ever imagine okay. it's ever going to be too hard. But it is. You know what? It's really funny. We're very similar in some ways. Um, <laughs> when they did my emotional intelligence levels, they told me I was off the Richter scale. They'd never had somebody get a score like that. That's great. And um, yes, I when I started doing this, I did not. I thought, yeah, 100 Mavericks around the world, piece of cake. Um, it's been a little. That was naive as well. Mm -hmm. Can you give me an example of what you do differently and how? Um, well, I think I, I managed to mix. Uh, I'm a great fan of a, a system called servant leadership, yes. which is where you are responsible as a leader mm -hmm. for setting the values and the vision, uh, the way an organization behaves and then gathering people around it and find, supplying them with the, uh, the tools.
tools, necessary uh, skills to do it. Okay. So I, leave, I sort of leave from behind. Okay. Okay. Is what you do equated to the bottom line or something else? It's got nothing to do at all with the bottom line. Uh, I spend most of my life uh, persuading people who've got quite enough to become useful. Okay. So in other words, I uh, search for their bottom line and then uh, persuade them that they've got quite enough and they need to get a grip and help other people. Right. So um, if it's not for the bottom line, why do you do this? Because I believe the purpose of life is to help other people. Thank you. Is any part of being a maverick to do with autonomy over your life? What do you mean by, uh, as in, am I independent? By, by that question, I mean, a lot of people choose to be mavericks because, because they're mavericks. They, can, they don't have a nine-to-five job. They, they can, they, they're not dictated by somebody else's rules they they work to their own if uh, today i want to go for a run i can go for a run up and work till three o'clock they have more control over their life whereas a lot of people's lives are controlled by other factors uh well, i've never worked for anybody else in my life right uh, okay. from the age of 23 right I'm now 66 so okay. i don't think i can really answer the question objectively okay okay Does I, I'm, I'm completely independent okay does doing things differently require certain skills or talents or mindsets? And if so, what are they? Uh, it demands gathering really good people around you, okay. the ability to listen and the absolute cast and determination to fulfil what you want to do. Okay. Thank in other you. words, you never, ever, ever give in. Yeah. It's what are the challenges to being a maverick? What are the challenges? Yeah. Self-discipline. It's incredibly difficult to be courageous all the time. So, uh, you know, uh, overcoming self-doubt, not giving up, getting on with it, and on the other side of the passage, making a fuss of everybody that you want to help you achieve your aim. It's a, it's a challenge. Okay, yes. I've, I've been finding that out. <laughs> What's been the lowest point of your journey as a maverick? Well, I had a business once which we had to put into receivership. Okay. And as a result of that, we lost our house and everything else. I've uh, had a long period, uh, had a very short, nasty burst of clinical depression. Mm -hmm. um, I've, um, but apart from that, I've been very blessed. I've been, I've been married for 35 years. Okay. Two wonderful children. I am a very lucky man. Okay, thank you. What aspects of your personality or character influence your maverick approach? Hopeless, hopeless optimism. Hopeless optimism, love it. Are you born or bred a maverick? Um, you're probably, uh, you're probably born it, mm -hmm. but you have to learn how to become one. Okay. So you have probably are born slightly mad or eccentric or yeah. determined. Yeah. But you have to learn to apply uh, the maverick desires to practical hard work. 
Okay. Do you think your childhood in any way impacted on your being a maverick today? Yes, uh, my parents uh, were both uh, had quite a rocky marriage and also they were quite broke. So I set out to be independent very early. Okay. Okay. How is your infuse? I oh, know I've seen you. Remember, I've come to see you. I've seen you on the day when it's all going off. So, how is your enthusiasm and drive and energy related to being a mother? Um, well, if you happen to be in the fortunate position of being able to inspire people to be useful, eventually it rubs off and people believe it. Yeah. So, uh, people think I'm inspirational, so I become inspirational. Okay. Chicken and egg. Okay, that makes sense. How do you see rules? Okay, well, something really important, particularly mm-hmm. rules of behaviour, rules of engagement, moral rules, and so on. Mm-hmm. And some of them are just a race to space and need to be checked. Okay. Have you always taken a maverick approach to business, or was there a particular trigger? No, always been like this. Okay. And are you always a maverick or do you choose to be so at times? Like I choose to be so at times. Okay. I, I, um, I'm on the border of being a hopeless extrovert and extremely gregarious. Yeah. I've probably got more friends than the average person. Yeah. But so I love being quiet. Dear so I really love being completely alone and quiet. Yeah. Exactly the same as you. I actually went to this spa at the weekend where you just, nobody talks. And I love it. Now, do you turn your maverickism dial up and down? So in this situation, I can be 10 out of 10 madcap. They can handle it. In this situation, this is a board of directors. A three is all they can handle. And broadly speaking, no. Okay. I, I am what I am. Wonderful. Okay. I do occasionally turn on the charm. Okay. Oh, so there is I, charm there. Yeah, when I know when, when I know and I particularly want to get through to somebody. Okay. What are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick in a business? Because what you're doing is still a business. Well, <clears throat> the advantage is that um, since I wrote the book, I've been able to create a global charitable foundation and help millions of people. The disadvantages are you sometimes don't sleep. Okay, okay, thank you very much. Has age and experience altered your maverick approach? And if so, how have you grown? Um, I think I've become slightly wiser, with emphasis on the word slightly. Okay. What aspects of your own business are you most maverick in? What do you do with your organisation, unlike anybody else or any other organisation you know? Make a huge fuss of the people who work with me. Okay. And what aspects of your business are you least maverick in? What do you do just like everybody else? Make mistakes on an almost daily basis. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes a weekly basis if I'm having a good week. Okay. How do you balance being a maverick with home life? Perfectly, because I've got the most wonderful wife 
Right, and tell two me about the children who take piss out of me all the time. Right, okay, so tell me about your wonderful wife. Is she like she's, you? Is she totally different to you? Yeah, she's uh, Scottish. Mm-hmm. She's incredibly sensible. Incredibly right. Powerful, very, very intelligent. Okay. And we are both each other's best friends. Ah, oh, that's amazing. And I have two children, one aged 29 who's a daughter, yeah. and one son aged 27. They're all involved in philanthropy as well. We're a very close family. Okay. And all three, the rest of the family, take the piss out of me regularly. Okay. Because they think it's a public service. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Tell them I said keep up the good work. Exactly. I will do it. They don't need any encouragement. <laughs> Is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? No. Okay. How much, if anything, of being a maverick is related to give back or paying it forward? Um, Almost all of it. Okay. Mm, One of the, I'll share with you, one of the interviews I did was with, have you seen the film Pay It Forward? Yeah. I interviewed the author and founder of Pay It Forward. Totally humbling experience beyond anything. Yours is very similar. It was really, really, yeah, she's so nice. I told her I've got no publisher. This is, you know, I've never done this. I'm just going and doing what the universe put me here to do. And she turned around and she said, any help you need, just when, if you're struggling, just pick up the phone and I will do whatever I can to help you. And I was just like totally blown away. Well, I think it's one of the rules of life that if you haven't got time to see anybody, for half an hour or an hour, you're not a proper person. Yes, and she was, yeah, it was lovely. Mavericks tend to be risk takers, Mike. What's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date? I've simply got no idea. I think I've done so many. Okay. Um, I think that creating anything like whiskets or business or writing a book or starting a charitable foundation or even I've run six marathons, been up mountains, everything. So I think at any particular time when you decide to step out of the, step off the pavement, yes. it becomes a risk. Definitely. I don't really, <clears throat> I don't think, I can't, honestly can't say, I think it's always bad as each other. Okay. Now, you run the Rainmaker Foundation. Um, my next question is, how many ventures have you taken in the past five years? So the Rainmaker Foundation's been going a lot longer than that, yes? No, no the Rainmaker Foundation started the same week as the book. Okay, okay. and that was when? Uh, January 2012. Okay. So... My question is, how many ventures or projects have you taken in the past five years? Two. And what would you consider are the characteristics of a successful venture? Success according to Mike. Um, Planning Mm -hmm. and the ability to change directions at any given moment. Okay. And also very, very good people. Yes, essential. Of the ventures that you've done, 
How many are successful according to the definition you've just given me? Okay, wonderful. And what leads to successful execution of a venture? The right people, I understand, the planning, but is there anything particular other than that? Well, you've basically got to have a very uh, good, very inspirational idea. Okay. And you've got to persuade people to, to, uh, to implement it for you. Okay. To help you implement and what do you do that makes the venture successful? What do you bring to the table? Uh, I make a fuss of people. Making a fuss of people, excellent. Mm. When a venture is unsuccessful, what do you consider are the main reasons for failure? Um, well, it can be uh, just unbelievable bad luck. Yes. And, and um, you know, there's a business in the UK that went bust recently, mm. um, which is a perfectly healthy business, and the investors pulled out. Right. And uh, <clears throat> uh, but, so it can be bad luck, but more than ever, it's because um, people aren't paying attention to detail. Okay. So, for example, every single business charity over the heart has had management accounts from day one. Yeah. So although I can't do accounts, I have management accounts every day. Okay. So as at today, I know exactly how much we're at. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, crucial attention to detail. Okay. As a maverick, what are you afraid of? Well, I suppose it's usual usual thing, failure, and mm -hmm. people give you a hard time. Yeah. Or, you know, more human behaviour. Okay. You know, other people, uh, people telling you're an idiot, yeah. which is perfectly valid, frankly, or um, mucking something up, or upsetting someone, but not upsetting someone yeah. intellectually, upsetting someone emotionally. Okay. You've talked a lot about team all the way through about people, yeah? How mm -hmm. important is team to you as a maverick? Well, it's essential because you can't get anything done on your own. And does being a maverick then affect your approach to leadership? Like you said, you lead from behind, from mm -hmm. the background. Um, because you're a maverick, do you lead differently? So how does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership? Well, I think if you've got a group of people who work with you mm -hmm. to achieve an aim, they, they, very, they have to understand the aim and they have to be um, persuaded that it's worth doing. Yes. From the other point of view, if they don't know why they're coming to work, then it's a complete waste of time. Exactly, exactly. How and where did you get your permission to be a maverick? Um, I gave it to myself. Wonderful. Is being a maverick related to creativity? And if so, how? What's the connect? I think, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, I think leaving aside yeah, myself, I think anybody who wants to, so for example, philanthropists always give money to people they find inspirational, who at the same time are determined to fulfill their dream. They don't have to know how to do it. They just have to be utterly determined to do it. Yes. And I think um, 
uh, combination of the dream, whether it's starting an Italian restaurant or writing uh, a book or a composing symphony. Okay. Anyway, the person has to really want to do it. Okay. And they have to be determined to do it. Okay. And is, ma- is being a maverick related to innovation in any way? Probably, yeah. I mean, most people, it's innovative even if it's only in their own little world. Okay. So what you're doing is innovative because you're doing it. Okay, thank you. Mavericks tend to be learners. What are you a student of, Mike? Uh, Just people. Just people. Okay. I'm as thick as a plank. I don't don't study anything. It was a dismal failure at school. It's people. Okay. Do you draw on other Mavericks in any way? Yeah, lots. Um, So I have a complete collection of people who, when I don't know what to do, which is almost every week, I ring up and say, what are you going to do about this? Okay. And is there anyone who's a maverick that inspires you? Whose name jumped in your head? Well, the usual suspects, like, um, yeah, Gandhi, with Kate Theresa, Bill Gates, all that. And the most interesting about all of them is that they've all got serious flaws. And all they've all, most of them have been in prison. So, yeah, with Mandela... Yeah, they all go through a really hard time before they become a What do you have to suffer and sacrifice? Sleep and cash. Sleep and cash? Yeah, because I'm not uh, making money. Yeah. I'm encouraging people to help people. And running anything. Uh, yeah. It's a lack of sleep and stress. Okay. What motivates you as a maverick? What motivates Mike? Um, trying to persuade other people to be useful, to help other people. Right. To help people less fortunate than themselves. Pray that's it. Okay, that, that would be good enough for me. Is any part of being a maverick related to finding out who you are and what you're capable of? No. No, okay. Yeah. Do you like being a maverick? It's quite enjoyable sometimes. Okay. It's when you look back. Is being a maverick important or a responsibility in any way? You have these gifts, you think differently from the world, so because of that, I've got to do something. Definitely a responsibility. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, now you've nearly finished this interview, yeah. how maverick are you? Um, six, seven. Six, seven, okay. What advice, Mike, would you give to someone who feels they're a maverick so that they could go out and be the best possible maverick they could be? Look up the dictionary definition of the word hubris. And, uh, yeah, get a grip. You okay. just generally don't believe you are one. How do you... It, it mean, it's the word that means... Uh, it describes someone who thinks that they're wonderful. Okay. <laughs> so if you think you're wonderful, you're basically not. Okay. How do you promote and serve other people to be mavericks? Well, I do it every day. So. Yes, I'm getting that. So how? Um, 
I talked to them about whether they have a point, whether there's any purpose to their lives, mm -hmm. how much money they've got. Use all sorts of expressions like success and significance. Mm -hmm. Basically, just ask people if they actually have any, if there's any point to them at all. Okay. And, and how do you serve yourself to be a maverick? How do I what? How do you serve yourself to be a maverick? We understand the question. Well, some people have said, because a lot of these questions, I only started off with a few, a lot of them have come from the mavericks, but one of the people said, how do you serve yourself? So one way he served himself was making sure he was fit and able to... Um, to do the work he wanted to do. So his mm. fitness was associated with being able to go out there and be a maverick. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I always make sure I'm centred. Centred. Wonderful. What's your biggest ambition right now? Um, succession planning mm -hmm. in the first quarter of next year, okay. which I'm going to discuss with the board in an hour. Okay. If you could have a superhero power, Mike, mm -hmm. what would it be? Um, the ability to melt people's hearts. <gasps> That's the best one. That wins hands down from the others I've had so far. Everybody just wants to fly. It's the travelling. They just want to be able to get somewhere quickly because the travelling gets them down. Sweet. What do you do for fun? Um, I spend a lot of time with my wife and children. Okay. Um, I go on holidays. Mm -hmm. I read. I'm writing a book at the moment about generosity. Um, I uh, sail. Uh, I go walking. Okay. I... Um, if there was one quote that defined you as a maverick, what would it be? I don't think I've got any idea how to answer that question. I think you'd have to ask others. You could okay. bring up Kate and ask her. Kate? Who's Kate? Oh, you're the, the girl yeah. who set this up. Mm. Okay. Ask any of the lot who work with me. I don't think a man could be... Objective about others' views of him. Oh no, it's not about others' views. It's your view. It, it's basically like a quote that defines me as a maverick. For example, is I like don't chase after success, chase after being worthy, and then success will chase after you. So it's very, very profound. It's from a Bollywood movie. Never mind, it it's wonderful, that. yes. So that's something that is the thing on the big sticker in the middle of my wall at the back that reminds me every day. This is what you don't worry like, I don't worry about who's going to read the book, how am I going to get a publisher. My job at this moment is to execute. How am I going to perfectly execute this? So at this moment, I'm very mindful. So okay. my my only focus is how do I do this interview the best that I can with Mike. Then after that will be how will how's the best way I can transcribe this. Don't do it when you're too tired. Try and get it done. So that's one quote that defines me as a maverick because a lot of people are after money and fame whereas I'm not actually doing it for that. I'm doing it because I think the world needs to know about mavericks 
But I'll tell you that bit after when I've asked you the final question. When what, is the final question? This is the, the final question is, what would you like to have been asked? What? That I, what would you like to have been asked that I haven't asked you? Nothing. Wonderful. Uh, I don't, I think, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it for you. And therefore, I, I don't have a view of what I would ask myself. Okay. I don't, um, yeah, I don't, I mean, it would be absurd, wouldn't it? to ask myself what I think myself yeah I think what what a lot of people did was because they were mavericks and this was the first time anybody had asked them these things yeah and they were from childhood I mean the three hour interview was like oh my god nobody's ever asked me this stuff and they the questions they feel that that, like one person like the question about what was your lowest point because he'd obviously had some low points in his journey so he was interested to hear so that's how the questions came about so thank you very much for letting me interview you i'm going to switch off the recording and then i'm going to tell you what i'm planning on doing with this